0: Before we start the show, I have to let you guys know about our sponsor, Velvet Noir BC. Again, Velvet Noir Beard Care Products, the best beard care product line on the market. You can get yourself any three products for $30. Again, that's any three products for $30. That's the Beard Balm, any of the four scented beard oils, the Peach Comb, and the Scented co Wash and for listeners of the game plan podcast, Velvet Noir BC has a special deal for you. If you type in GPTSM in the promo code box, again, if you type in the promo code GPTSM, you will get free shipping on your order. Again, if you use the promo code GPTSM, your next order from Velvet Noir BC will have free shipping. Again, Velvet Noir BC top two not two now let's start the show You could be anywhere doing anything. But you're hanging out with us. And we appreciate that. So wherever you're listening and however you're listening, we appreciate you guys for listening. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Game Plan Podcast. Alex Goodwin is my name. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Goodwin T S M. Getting on Twitter, Alex Goodwin T S M T as in Tierra Whack S as in shawty low, M, as in mama D. Kennedy Miller, my man. Yes, sir. How you doing over there, dog?
1: I'm pretty good. How are you doing?
0: I can't complain. I really can't. Uh, I'm shocked you're doing as well as as you are, considering you know how things went this weekend. But before we get into that, where can they find you on social media?
1: Twitter at underscore Kennedy Miller underscore. Again, it's underscore Kennedy, as in the former president, John F. And the former wrestler, Mr. Kennedy, Kennedy Miller underscore.
0: All right. All right. Remember, everybody, the Game Plan Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Velvet Noir BC, Velvet Noir Beard Care Products. You know, remember, everybody, to get free shipping on your next order, use the promo code GPTSM. Again, use the promo code GP, GP as in Game Plan, T as in Toilet, S as in Sandwich, M as in mayonnaise. Use that promo code and Velvet Noir BC will give you free shipping on your next order, whether that be the peach comb, the any of the four scented beard oils, the beard balm, or the scented co-wash. Velvet Noir BC, top two. Kitty Miller, finish it off for me. not two? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I tell you who was definitely not top two last week. I, I I'm. You didn't like that?
1: Worst one you've done, Alex. Worst one. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry I I mean I was trying not to just say The other Dallas Cowboys Sucked the last two weeks Okay Like There was a whole lot of talk From a lot of Cowboy fans Kitty Miller First two weeks of the football okay. season The Cowboys are Back Cowboys Super Bowl contenders You've been saying that You know Since I would say June So I'm not talking about you Specifically yeah. But And Dak Prescott Looked a whole lot Like an actual Like Franchise quarterback At times really? <sighs> The Cowboys have been living a lie playing these bad football teams, if I must keep it real. Right. Okay. Because Kennedy Miller, like this team, as your own Clarence Hill wrote, you know, shout out to the Fort Worth Star Telegram. He said at this point we can we you, you can only call the Cowboys championship pretenders because against the three worst teams in the league, the Redskins, yep. the Giants, and what's left of the Miami Dolphins, they ran rough shot all over them, right? Looked like a great football team. Dak Prescott could throw the ball all down the field. They're rolling. They go up and uh, go up into New Orleans. Get kept out of the end zone. Zeke Elliott, non-factor. Week after that, they end up down to the Green Bay Packers, thirty-one to three. Dak Prescott throws three interceptions, and he probably should have thrown five. Had one not been dropped, and had one not been called back, right? Okay. I mean are these factual statements
1: I can make the argument he probably only should have thrown one interception <sighs> Okay so let's go through it Okay so our first well not the first drive the second drive we had the ball that's when Dak threw the first interception off the drop pass from Amari Cooper That's who one Who said after the game Who said after the game I should have caught that ball he should have They tell you starting in literally telling if you can get both hands on the ball you should be able to catch it. Now was it a perfect ball? No, it wasn't a perfect ball. It was a little bit behind him. Tough to catch him. But Amari Cooper should catch that pass. He drops it. It's intercepted. It goes the other way. The second dro- the next drive after that, Dak hits Amari Cooper on a beautiful route. And Amari should have scored but he's so focused on catching the ball that he trips and loses his balance and then that makes a he makes a throw that that was the one interception that he should have thrown we give that up so you think and that so it, so you think that
0: one was just the one
1: yeah I, I think that was the one that he, he should have thrown I mean that he shouldn't have thrown and that was the one that he deserved to be picked um one thing that should be noted mm-hmm. it, it was pressure in Dak's face all game long primarily one because Tyron Smith didn't play he got hurt at the end of that Saints game he's One of, if not our best, linemen. And then, before halftime, our right tackle goes out, Lyle Collins. So we've got our left tackle and right tackle out of the game. Um, I mean, you know, it's not really like... I don't know how many teams can win with both their tackles being gone, especially against a Packers team that has both those Smith boys and Zendarius and Preston Smith causing pressure all night long. Now, we get down 31-3. It looks over. And then we start to make a comeback, and we look up and we're down 14 with maybe like eight minutes left, Yes, and Dak throws an interception, which looks ugly when it looks really ugly to uh, Kevin King. But when we go back and look at the play, Kevin King abuses Michael Gallup on his entire route. It should have been illegal contact, but we can't challenge it because you know why? Our coach has already used both his challenges. That was the, the referee that, you know, the, the referee that, what, uh, Gene Steratore comes him. in and they ask him from, the, from New York, what, what did it look like on the play? He said it's definitely illegal contact. The play should be coming back. He literally slapped Michael Gallup across his head at least three times, ran him off the route, and Michael Gallup turned the wrong way and back through it the way that he was supposed to turn. Like, and then we stopped Green Bay again. They get a field goal. And it's it's thirty-four to seventeen, I believe. We drop down, score, we get the ball back, and then our kicker misses like a thirty something yard field goal. A bunny. A bunny. But but these two losses, we we've lost the games, but it's not like I wouldn't say that we're pretenders. We just lost we lost two games. It,
0: yes, sir. Man, I was like, man, put up the church finger. I think the biggest issue that a lot of people have is that it wasn't just that they lost it was how that how they lost right in that saints okay. game dak prescott looked a whole lot like you know just above average you know average dak prescott he won't do anything to win you a game won't do anything to lose you a game right and last week especially you know, like you, you went through the three you went through the three interceptions right? right right but like it goes to a larger point like he didn't look comfortable some of those throws weren't there and You know, even more so. I think the biggest issue that this team has is like my biggest question has been this entire time is if Ezekiel Elliott is not rolling, can this team win football games? Like, if Zeke is not who I would argue is at the best running back in the league, if he's not up and rolling, if he's not the centerpiece of your offense, and you have to make Dak Prescott drive back and beat you, I question if he can. Now Dak can beat your bad teams, right? He can beat them but is it time to have a Kirk Cousins type of conversation that this dude just beats up on, you know, the short, the slow, and the invalid? Because against, since 2017, in 14 starts against winning football teams, he is five, Dak Prescott is five and nine, 23 touchdowns, 18 turnovers, and 40 sacks. Okay. So, like, so, like, I'm, mind you, and people are, you know, pe- some somebody has said, that they're costing, this is causing Dak Prescott money. I don't think it is, because the market is as such to where the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think, can find somebody better at this point or risk getting rid of him in hoping to find someone better. But it's making me ask the question. Like, yo, because the rest of their schedule in the next couple weeks, I, I mean, all right, they, so they plan what's left of the New York Jets. I think Sam, uh, Sam Darn is going to be back. They got the Eagles after that. Game against the Giants. It should be fine in two in the next three. They got the Vikings at home, Detroit, New England. Two of those you should walk in. Those other three or four, those other three or four. Hey man, those about what and what.
1: Well, listen, here's my thing. Talk to him with Dak Prescott. I don't think, I don't think these past two games have changed how I feel about him whatsoever. I think that in the last game, you know I don't you know saying Dak Prescott can't win you a game. I mean can we get a can we get a stop on defense Aaron Jones almost had 200 yards on you know on the ground against us like we started getting stops toward the end and what did Dak Prescott do he threw for 360 yards in two quarters like he threw for that in the second half he, he had a career high 460 yards passing this game like it wasn't all, all on him now he did like i said he threw a pass it should have been an interception he threw two other passes I, one of them I don't think should have been picked, but I did say that it wasn't the best ball. So he wasn't perfect, but the guy did not stop fighting. And you can't say, like, the the Packers, like, they let up on defense uh, towards the end because they were up by so much. No, these guys were they were blitzing. They were man coverage, and they were trying to literally take the ball from the Cowboys every single possession because they knew they had both tackles out. And you, you saw when he threw the pick. Preston, or what is either Preston Smith or then Darius Smith is all up in his face. He's talking trash, all that stuff. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I trust, I trust my quarterback. Uh, I think he, I think he made, I think he made some great throws. Amari Cooper had two hundred yards received, like he had a career of two hundred yards receiving last game against the Saints. Listen, it's not, it's not going to be many defenses that we play especially in the NFC that are going to be better than that Saints defense at home on on Sunday night football. Like Amari Cooper had an MRI that week. Marshawn Lattimore covered him. He didn't go anywhere. What's the thing that we've talked about after Amari Cooper, you know, our weapons are a little suspect. So if you take him away and you take Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott away, especially on a fumble that he didn't actually fumble, it's going to be tough for us.
0: Now, my question, remember, I think we've talked about this a lot, and I do mean a lot. It's always about how a a football team Mm starts, starts a ball game. Yo, man, Mm -hmm. the whole sleepwalking thing, they did it again against Green Bay. Like, good teams, like, good teams don't do that. Well, excuse me. Great teams don't do that because if they continue to, like, have those kinds of moments, I'm going to call this – I'm going to say this is a football team that is too good to be bad but not good enough to be great, Right? And t- like, I think th- I think that's a fair statement to make. And like, because you you know you you do say you you believe in Dak Prescott and all that other, and all that other good stuff. I have a question for you, like for real. I thought about this like a second ago. Yes, sir. Um yes, sir. If we switch Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott, how much different would things be? Like, I really want to ask you the question. I'm, uh-huh. not, I'm not even being a homer and nothing like that. I really want to ask you that question.
1: Honestly, I don't know because I don't know if Deshaun could take that beating that Dak did when Chaz Green was out there playing. Because, I mean, as great as Deshaun Watson is, and he's great, and I'm not being an enemy of him, he tends to hold the ball a little bit too long. His O-line is bad, but he is a quarterback that will try to extend play a lot longer than they need to be. So, I don't know, because he's missed a lot of games, and Dak Prescott hasn't missed any.
0: Offensive line-wise, right? Like, we're talk- right. we're talking like no. two – one, like you know what I'm saying? Like if we flip those circumstances around. Because I had some I had a friend a friend of mine tell me today, he said, Yo, the Cowboys would be a much better team with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. I think there's something to that. I think Deshaun is just is, is a couple hairs better. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I don't dislike Dak. I think Dak is in that, you know, that healthy second like there's a there's a top tier quarterbacks, right? Where there's like seven or eight guys, you're like, all right, yo, those dudes can win you a Super Bowl. Like they will be the best player on the championship team, right? And then there's that second tier yep. cat, you know, with your Staffords and your Matt Ryan's and those guys, you know, and then there's like the young guys at that back third. Your Mayfields, your Lamar Jackson's, mm-hmm. Josh Allen's. Dak Prescott's right there in he's right there in the in, in, in the healthy middle. All he has to do, in my opinion, is, you know, when called upon, do what you need to do. Other than that, hand the ball to Zeke. The problem is, if the hand the ball to Zeke thing doesn't work, you know, can this team get out of their own way? And like, can can he make those throws down the field consistently? Like, if he can, he win you a Can he win you a tight game? That's like I think, I think he can win you a game. I think he can win you a big game. I think,
1: um, you know, I think he's his his deficiencies as a quarterback have been a little overstated. If you look at if you look at who's second, you know, since he's came in the league and, and come back victories, is Dak Prescott. Like, and I mean, you can come back running the ball, but a lot of times you can come back throwing it too. And he's had some he's had some really good games. He's had some games also where when Ezekiel Elliott was out, he wasn't the most accurate. We also have to remember at that point, Tyron Smith was out. Chaz Green game. Like, our O-line is really good, everybody says that all the time, when we're really healthy. Travis Frederick has sat out a year since Dak Prescott has been quarterback. Tyron Smith has missed multiple games. Lyle Collins had to – he switched position. We just drafted a left, uh, left guard last year from the University of Texas, Connor Williams,
2: who, you know, was
1: a rookie last year. So, I mean, it, it's not like – I think our – our O line, people are still thinking like it's 2014 when everybody's fully healthy for the entire year and we are mauling people. But our O line is good. It's not, I wouldn't say it's great anymore. And so what I will say is this where is our $100 million defensive end?
0: I was going to ask you about good old Demarcus Lawrence. I'm like, is this a case of, yo, I played hard to get. Is this, is this a case that I, I played hard to get this paper, and then I'm going to pack it in and get these checks? He had one tackle, Alex. He had no sack. He, he I
1: don't think he's had a sack all year.
0: Let me look. Let me look. And we got to go to break in a hot little where second. He,
1: where is he? What is he doing? Why Why is he on the field? What is, What's going on? Let me see. Buddy. That's what I want to know. Demarcus, I don't, I don't think he's had a sack all
0: year. I don't think he's done much of anything this year, if I'm going to be quite I, honest I with you. So
1: either. Um, I
0: don't think so either. I don't
1: think so either.
0: He is, oh, okay, I'm sorry. He has two and a half sacks. Five solo tackles, and one sacks. forced fumble. Is that
1: is that worth $100 million?
0: I mean, according to Jerry Jones, it is. according to me, it's not. But, you know, hey, I'm poor. I'm poor and dusty, baby. I mean, that's, that's not good enough.
1: That's not good enough for somebody who's getting paid that much money.
0: It's not. So. Either, either way, I'll say this. Instead the Cowboys start beating some good football teams, we got to so, push
1: them. We're going to be for good. That's the that's the, We're damn the Jets. Jets. Okay. We're gonna beat the Jets. Stick. We're gonna beat the Eagles. Okay. Okay. And, you know, we'll probably lose we'll probably lose to New England. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure, you know, exactly the order of the schedule, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We we, we lost two games in a row and Zeke got held under seventy yards in both games. How often is that gonna happen? You know what I mean?
0: But that's the, I think he would be. Uh, we got to go to break. Damn, we got to go to break. But you say, Howson, does that happen? I'm not sure, but yeah. I'm pretty sure we can find out on the other side, though. I'm not sure, but when they, but like, but if you do, they'll lose the game. Like I will take my like honestly, I'll, like if Dak Prescott beats me, well, damn, I just lost it to Dak Prescott. Like I look, I can die that way. I'll die at the hands of Dak Prescott. Ezekiel will not kill me.
1: And I think he can beat you.
0: You better hope he can. Because if he can for you and my uncle's sake, keep the crown royal next to you.
1: I, I, lo- I like that. That last game, I, I wasn't upset at him at all.
0: All right. I don't know if that's the lick of talking or just you're tired. But <laughs> we got to go to break. 830 313 That is the telephone number. Coming up next, Tobias Bass from 88.1 The Raider KTXT in Lubbock, Texas, and from the Unbiased Podcast will join us. This is the Game Plan Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast. Alex Goodwin is my name. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Goodwin Getting on Twitter at Alex Goodwin. T-S-M-T is in Tom, S is in Sarah, M as in Mom, Kennedy Miller. Yes, sir. Where can they find you on Twitter?
1: Find me on Twitter at underscore Kennedy Miller underscore, again, underscore Kennedy, as in the former president, John F., and the former wrestler, Mr. Kennedy, Kennedy Miller underscore.
0: All right, all right. Joining us on the phone right now He is a part of 88.1 KTXT The Raider in Lubbock, Texas Tobias Bass How you feeling tonight, my man? Good,
2: yeah, how about yourself?
0: I can't call it, man I'm doing good
2: yeah, The weather's starting to change It's starting to get cold So I'm trying to stay warm <laughs> Uh-oh Yeah, it get cold out here It get real cold So I'm trying to stay warm
0: Hoodie weather uh, Kitty Miller, man The first question I'm going to let you I'm going to let you take that one, dog.
1: All right, Mr. Bass. So, both of us earlier this year had questions about this Cleveland Browns team coming in. I don't think either of us picked them to win the division. I know nope. my prediction has gone down the drain with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yep. I was way off. I had I had been winning the MVP. I thought the Steelers were gonna were gonna take the division. So. If you could diagnose what's wrong with the Browns, what would you say? And do you think they still have a chance to make any noise?
2: Well, first, I am a Steelers fan. So I was very disappointed in, you know, Ben goes down. You got, and then Mason goes down. So our season's pretty much over. But the answer the question about the Browns is, I mean, first of all, they have a rookie head coach, yes. one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, especially in the left and right tackle position. You have a you have a bunch of prima donnas, but your biggest prima donna is the quarterback. Me personally, if I'm running a team, my most mature player on the team has to be my quarterback. My wide receiver, DB, defensive lineman, hell, my tackle can be a clown, but my quarterback has to be mature. You think about all the best young quarterbacks in the league, they have one thing in common. They're all mature, Deshaun Watson mature, Dak, Lamar. Jared Goff went. Mahomes, Garner, Mitch, Carl Allen are all mature. Even Trubisky, he can't really throw, but he's at least mature. Josh Allen, mature, can't throw, but he's mature. So when you have guys like that, I mean, Baker Mayfield, four touchdowns, eight interceptions, which leads the NFL. QBR, 20, 29.8. He's been sacked 16 times, six in the NFL. I mean, they got a lot of issues going on.
1: And I mean, for me, it's like, it's crazy because they added more weapons. And, yeah, I know yeah. they traded, you know, what, Kevin Zietler for Odell Beckham. But, I mean, mm-hmm. like, one one lineman doesn't, you know, change their O-line from last year to this year. You know, like, it, it's not yeah, like
2: it,
1: it's not like it was, you know, Travis Frederick or Zach Martin or, like, you know, Kevin Zietler is an, you know, he's an okay lineman. But you would think with more weapons, you would think, um, you know, in a game against the 49ers where if you win it, you take the division lead,
2: yep, and you just get shellacked. Yeah, no, no they get rolled, and then make it even worse. The 49 ers Nineers—they didn't have their Pro Bowl uh, left tackle. He—he he didn't play, right? So, yeah, he didn't play. So, I mean, just—I mean, I think uh, Shanahan—he's a genius. I mean, since he's—he's he's been making quarterbacks and running backs great since he's been in the league. Since since he's left uh, Atlanta, Matt Ryan has an under a five hundred record. But Jimmy yep. G is still 10-2. You even look at last year, they had Nick Mullins. He's probably at, I don't know, Costco, Home Depot. But <laughs> they can move the ball last year and score points. They couldn't and stop C. J. Beathard. Yeah, they, yeah, they were scoring points and moving the ball. They just couldn't stop anybody on defense. But offensively, they were fine.
0: Again, we're talking to Tobias Bass from KTXT 88.1, the Raider in Lubbock, Texas, switching gears to the end. He said what? Yes, I am switching gears you to the bitch, Dallas. Uh, Kyle Shanahan in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, get Kyle Shanahan yeah, in Dallas. y'all need yeah, some help with sure. that. But to to Kennedy Miller's Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys open like gangbusters. Dak Prescott looked like Dan Marino, and that ain't falling to three and two. I'm sorry, Kennedy. I had to kind of start like that. But uh, Tobias, what have been your what is what's your evaluation of the Cowboys through five games?
2: Uh, I mean, like you said, once again, they set off the season, Redskins, Giants, Dolphins. I mean the Dolphins. This is that's probably the worst NFL team I've seen. I think we would all probably agree. They played two playoff teams in the back half Um them. They lose. They're not going to win every game. I think it was kind of. I mean Dak. He's he's played better. The play call has been better. I still think they make the playoff. I'm not sure if they win the division. I have to as a wild card from the jump anyway. I have the Eagles winning the division. But I wouldn't panic. I wouldn't panic. I mean, they still have a good team. Their schedule is rough going forward. They do, they do have a rough schedule, so that does kind of scare me a little bit. But I think these two losses will be able to calm down and bounce back from it. Tobias. Yeah.
1: The man who beat us on Sunday said a word. Well, he spelled out a word about two years ago. You remember what he spelled out to the, to the uh, yeah. press conference? Yeah, relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax.
0: Dog, you almost had me just. Let out a foul cuss word just now, dog. Listen, hey, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: We're okay. We're okay. We lost to the Saints. They, they, you know, they had some revenge. They had some revenge on their minds from what what we did to them last week. Um, you know, Amari Cooper had an MRI that week on it on his knee, and Marshawn okay, look- Lattimore, he locked him up. Marshawn
2: Lattimore locked him up, and mm-hmm. go ahead, Tobias. Here's my thing. Y'all's schedule is rough. I play the Eagles. The Giants, i beat them. The Vikings, they can't move the ball offensively, but their defense is elite. You have the Lions. I, I think the Lions is the most underrated team in the NFL.
1: I play the yeah. Patriots.
2: So y'all play the Patriots, the best defense in the NFL. Y'all play the Bills, the second-best defense in the NFL. Then y'all go to the Bears. Then y'all play the Rams. Then y'all play the Eagles again. That what, Seven out of those next eight games are rough.
1: Yeah, they're I mean, rough. they're rough. They're rough. I think they, they're they all toss-ups, which, you know, in turn can be rough. I think yeah. the Patriots one, we're probably going to drop. Um, but the rest of them, maybe the Rams too, but I'm not really worried about the Bears. Uh, I think we'll split with the Eagles. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: Y'all will be fine against the Jets and the Giants. They
1: ain't shit. Yeah. We, we We definitely should. My thing is this: you know, a lot has been said lately about my quarterback's play, but I think I think he's been fine. I was talking to Alex earlier before he got on here. He threw three interceptions Sunday, and I think only one of them he like one of them he should have like was a was a really bad one. The first one it was a it was it wasn't the best pass, but Amari Cooper should have caught it. Yeah, and that drive you know, like to talk about our slow starts, we were about to be in their red zone. And I would assume that we would get some type of points if not score a touchdown. Because Amari was wide open. Like, got between the linebackers and between safeties. And, you know, he just had to readjust for the ball and, you know, got intercepted, Intercepted. And the last interception that he threw, it was illegal contact device. Yeah. If that call is made, I can make the argument we're winning that game, and it'll be the best. It'll be the best regular season comeback of all time. Kennedy, can, can I,
0: mean, I ask right. you a question? Yes, sir. Uh, are you in a, under the influence of any mind altering drugs, alcohol, Not bath salts, all. cocaine?
1: Not <laughs> at all. We're winning that game. Aaron Rodgers wasn't that like he was okay, but Aaron Jones was the one that was lighting us up. And towards the second half. We got
2: stops. That, we got that the was, stops that we needed. Go ahead, Tobias. That, that was the issue with me. Y'all Y'all have a good defense, but you let Aaron Jones, I mean, he kind of ruined my fantasy weekend. He scored 49 I mean, fantasy, four touchdowns. And I wasn't expecting that. Then he had – I mean, he was catching passes. He was running – I mean, that defense didn't look good at all. And also, I think Dak is under a lot of pressure. It's, these next couple of weeks, I'm going to show what type of character he has because he's trying to get a contract in. You no, know, he was wanting upper thirty million. I would probably give him twenty seven. That's just me personally. But if he wants these upper or well, middle thirty million dollars, he's going to have to ball these next couple of weeks. Y'all beat the Jets, but after that, you all start playing better teams. He's going to have to ball because this is going to show true character in what he is. And, and bias. I I made the argument earlier. I'm sorry, Alex. I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: Now you good? You got it, baby.
1: But what I, what I told Alex was name a quarterback who, who's not going to have. Pressure on that Sunday when both of his tackles are out. Yeah. Like, Tyron Smith didn't play. Lyle Collins got hurt before halftime. And Zedaria Smith, Preston Smith were in the backfield every play. Yeah. And my quarterback threw for, you know, 300 yards plus after halftime.
2: He threw 460 for the game. Yeah, a lot of that was garbage time. I was about though. to say those
0: are some empty calorie that, stats. Tobias. Those, you know, those are empty calorie stats. Yeah, they're,
2: they're, 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 they're,
0: they're don't they're give me that. Are, some of those are empty calorie. I'll say this, and before we move on to to, to our next question for Tobias, uh, Kennedy Miller, you have to play a great sixty minutes of football to win a game. You can't play good. You can't yeah, play good foot. Sure. You you cannot play pr- very good for about eighteen or nineteen like they did.
1: No, I I totally agree. I totally agree. I'm
2: looking for my $100 million defensive end to make a sack, please.
1: He's over there with
0: Randy Gregory.
2: Yeah, I'm not a fan of giving DNs $100 million unless you're two people, Khalil Mack and Aaron. I don't like giving money like that, but that's just me.
0: Moving on to our next question. Again, we're talking to Tobias Bass from KTXT 88.1, the Raider in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Tobias, what team has surprised you the most this year through five weeks?
2: Um, surprised me the most. I'm gonna probably say the Lions. Um, I like the Lions. If they were in any other division, I think they would be a playoff team. I said that yeah. once again in the summer. They, you know, they folded and tied with the Cardinals Week One. They beat the Chargers, a playoff team. They beat the Eagles. Then they let Pat. You know, it was for a fourth and seven. He gets eight yards from the scramble. They were a yard away from beating the Chiefs. So I could. I can make the argument. They could be undefe- uh, undefeated. I can make the argument. They've probably been the most I mean, they have a great front seven. They have an all-pro corner in Darius Slade. Matthew Stafford's definitely been better. They have Kerryon Johnson, Gall- Galladay. They have Marvin Jones. They got Hawkinson, Jesse James. I like this team a lot. They probably won't make the playoffs in the division because I think it's the best, but they've probably been my most surprised. I- I- I'm glad to see that they're at least competitive.
1: I totally agree. I think it's I think it's between the, um, I think it's the Lions and the and the Bills. You know, yep. I, I did not expect the Bills to be off to the start that they are on right now. But, you know, for the past couple of years, the Bills have always had a really good defense. Yeah. Um, they've just kind of struggled offensively. And you're kind of seeing now they're starting to put some pieces together. Still a really young team, obviously with a, a very young quarterback and in a division where New England's probably going to run away with it. But I'm liking what I'm seeing in some building blocks, especially with, with Josh Allen being the quarterback
2: yeah.
1: out there in Buffalo. Uh,
2: I think the Bucks are surprising, too. They're 3-1. That's, that's
0: that is three true. Jameis Winston is fighting for his life. Yeah, he is. But uh, last question, Tobias, when we get you out of here. Uh, Lamar Jackson started off the season in his first two games throwing seven touchdowns and no interceptions. Yet in his last three, he's thrown four touchdowns and just and five interceptions. So – What do you make of his start? Do you think, like, the season will end up for him? Will it end up being more like those first two games of these last three?
2: Um, I think – well, first of all, I don't know if you guys have seen their schedule for the rest of it, but once again, it's rough. They won a division last year, and that's what happened. You have to play division winners. Um, I think he gets better. He'll, He'll have a good game this week. They play the Bengals. But after that, they play the Seahawks, the Patriots, the Bengals again, the Texans, the Rams, 49ers, Bills. The Jets, I, I assume C.J. Mosley and Quentin Williams will be back. The Browns and the Steelers. So it's going to be rough for him. His biggest issue is uh, deep ball accuracy. He can run, he can throw slants, and he has the cannon, but he can't throw the ball accurately. And also, I mean, he has he has a bunch of kids at receiver. <laughs> Miles Warkin, he's young. Margaret Brown's young. Not really a big fan of Willie Sneed. So that's, that's the issue with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Lamar is, you know, he still has some things that need to be worked on. I think when he started last year, you know, a lot of people didn't know how to really game plan for him. And he kind of took the league, you know, he kind of like caught him off guard, basically, with the way that they were playing and how they were playing and different things that they were doing. And that's a credit to to John Harbaugh as well. But, you know, it was kind of telling that they beat the, like last year when they beat the Chargers – what was it, two weeks before the season ended. And then they played the Chargers again the first round of the playoffs. And the Chargers, like, you know, he came back in the game, but the Chargers had made up a game plan because they had seen what he's done already. And so he has made some improvement. I think we kind of made too much of a big deal um, when he beat Miami that first week on how he did it. But he still has a way to go to being a, a really good NFL quarterback.
0: I would definitely agree, man. Tobias Bass, we have got to go to break, man. We appreciate you so much for joining us. Uh, let the folks know where they can find you on your social media platforms and let them know about your brand new solo podcast.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for uh, having me the show. I'm a big fan of you guys. show. I listen to it every time I post something, so thank you. Um, well, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Tobias underscore Bass. That's T-O-B-I-A-S underscore Bass, and check out my new podcast. This is episode four. I posted it today. Talking about the Browns in the Eastern Conference, or check me out the unbiased podcast.
1: Tobias, I'm gonna say this before we go to break. You want your podcast to become big, you gotta mm-hmm. be right. So say this early. Say the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl.
2: No chance in hell.
1: And say the Lakers are gonna win the NBA championship. Doable. I'm telling you, your viewers <laughs> gonna spike, buddy.
2: We'll see. I know the Cowboys not win the Super Bowl. I I, we can bet money on that. I, I can I, I don't want to live to see that. To be honest.
0: Th- thank you, Tobias. No, thank you, Tobias. Like, bro, I already told Kennedy if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, like, yo, the game playing podcasters no more.
2: I don't yeah, they, think I have
1: lived until I see that. <laughs> they,
2: they, they, they you they you go The worst. Go ahead. I, I I cry. I would. For Sure. I would.
0: Kennedy, would you cry yeah. if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? I
2: think I won't. I'll
1: never forget June 2012 when LeBron won his first championship. Boy. Oh, here we go. My eyes watered. 2016, my eyes watered so much. I
2: haven't,
1: I haven't felt that experience since. But it's going to come again. I feel it's going to come this year. For <sighs> both my teams.
0: With that being said, before we get Kennedy Miller all worked up and get his eyes watery, we got to go to break. This is a Game Plan Podcast. Don't go too far.
2: Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. So, uh, gotta make you understand girl.
0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, Alex Goodwin is my name. You can follow me on Twitter at AlexGoodwinTSM. Again, it's on Twitter, Alex T S M. Follow the show on Twitter, Game Plan TSM. T as in tacos, S as in sangria, M as in margaritas. Kennedy Miller, my man. Yes, sir. Where can they find you on Twitter?
1: You can find me on Twitter at underscore Kennedy Miller underscore. Again, underscore Kennedy. As in the former president, John F And the former wrestler Mister Kennedy, Kennedy Miller underscore.
0: All right, all right. Again, gameplay podcast brought to you by our friends at Velvet Noir BC. Velvet Noir Beard Care Products. To get free shipping on your next order, use the promo code GPTSM. Again, use the promo code GPTSM because Velvet Noir BC will have your beard where it needs to be. Velvet Noir. Top two? Not two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it is time for the report card segment where we hand out these A's, these B's, these C's, these D's. And on occasion, we've got to hand out these F's. So let's find out who gets what right now. We're going to start off with Baker Mayfield. Last week against the San Francisco 49ers, he was 8 for 22 for 100 yards. No touchdowns, two picks. He had a QBR of 1.4 as the Browns got smacked 31 to three. Kennedy Miller, I'll start with you. Which you gonna give him?
1: I gotta give Baker an F. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that just like absolutely hates Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, I didn't think the Browns would be as good as most people thought, as we've already talked about on this show. But I gotta give him an F for that performance. It was it was very, very putrid. I don't know what's going on in Cleveland. Um, but right now he's getting that F. I'm
0: gonna to have to agree with you there. Baker gonna get an F, and this F ain't for faithfulness. Hey, Amen. I always say growth is not always linear, and there's growth not being linear and looking flat out just like disgusting. Baker Mayfield was putrid. He was downright just that was offensive to watch. Right, like he never looked this bad last year as a rookie, You know, there's something to be said about teams getting tape on you, you know, and kind of figuring out your tendencies and things of the sort. But there's another part of it where he looked downright unprepared at times. Like he looks antsy, he's leaving the pocket way too early, and things like that. You know, if he keeps this up and they've got a rough schedule ahead, this could be a long year, Baker May of, of us asking if Baker May was actually the guy. Moving on, moving on. Hopefully, this is just just slightly better. Deshaun Watt, 28 for 33. Four touchdowns. Excuse me, five touchdowns. 426 passing yards. Had a QBR of 98.2. As the Texans put up 53 on the Atlanta Falcons. You can start, Kennedy Miller. You, you can go on. He praised.
1: A, A+. plus Played a great game against the Atlanta Falcons. The underachieving Atlanta Falcons who are never great on the road. Don't really play well outside of the dome in Atlanta. Matt Ryan, who's got all these weapons. um, I mean, they basically ever since they lost Kyle Shanahan and and lost that Super Bowl, the Falcons have had expectations. They've been sleeper teams to make the playoffs, And, you know, they, I saw you tweet Sunday. When is Dan Quinn going to get fired? A defensive coach, uh, apparently, uh, gave up 53 points. So, just back to Deshaun Watson. He gets an A plus. He's a really good quarterback. I can't say anything bad about him. A plus for Deshaun.
0: I was going to so say that, so, <laughs> that, that, that that took you a while to get to all, uh, to the to the positives and superlatives about Deshaun Watson. As you went on about the Atlanta Falcons, you're rolling your eyes and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know why you're being like this. I really don't the know.
2: Falcons-
1: for
0: one, the Falcons are two. Let's move on. I was about to say, we you we say I have some kind of agenda or something? Listen, I just
2: feel, I, that's what that's what it seems like kid, hidden agenda. Kiddedi, trying to say, kiddedi,
0: I feel there's some haterism in your game right now.
1: Ain't no haterism. Ain't no haterism. I feel some
0: hateration and some holleration in the dancery okay? But
1: what you're trying to do is is, is make me uh, is pit Deshaun Watson against me and my quarterback Dak Prescott. I can like both of them. I can like both of them We don't have to compare them I, was, I like both
0: of I was going to say There ain't really no comparison If we're going to be honest with you <laughs> you, see? you see I'm messing with you now You know I'm messing with you Let's move on <laughs> I'm going to give Deshaun an A Now as much as I hate Bill O'Brien And as much as they struggle to protect Deshaun Watson And as much as Will Fuller Just at most times irks me mm-hmm. Dog man Like, if everything is clicking right, most importantly, if Deshaun Watson can stay upright, no sacks on Sunday. You can see what he can do. Right? Like, Deshaun Watson is that talented, that gifted of a guy. A guy who I think. Who do they
1: play on uh, Sunday, Alex? Kansas City. Interesting.
0: Kansas City don't have much of a defense. So, you know, we could do
1: something.
0: We could do something. But I'm going to give Deshaun an A. You know, most weeks Deshaun gets a B plus A minus for me from me for what he's subjected to, as far as that, as far as that Vanderbilt type offensive line he has to stand behind. But you know, I'm gonna try what to he's stay positive.
1: Subjected to?
0: Subjected to.
1: Oh my God. He is subjected
0: Let's... to that bad offensive line.
1: Oh, uh, now we gotta throw a charity case for Deshaun Watson because he's got a battle line. I mean... <laughs> he's got arguably the best receiver in the NFL. They've got a good running game. He can't Wait.
0: Listen, what's a good receiver if you can't throw him the ball? He had to ride 1,100 miles to Jacksonville on a bus. He had to catch the dog to the game because his ribs were broken. He couldn't take the air pressure on an aeroplane.
1: Well, sometimes he holds the ball too long. Yeah, I said
0: it. You want me to start cussing? That's what you want. Yeah, I I said it. You want me to start cussing? But we're going to move on to your quarterback in your Dallas Cowboys. Okay, last okay. two weeks, the big Dallas Cowboys, big Super Bowl oh. contenders, three and zero, Super Bowl bound, right? Whoa. Go out there, get kept out of the end zone by the Saints, lose twelve to ten. Go out there the next week, end up down thirty one to three, right? The game ends up, you know, close, looking a lot closer than it ever was. But Kennedy Miller, last two weeks, your Dallas Cowboys, how do they pan out on your grade sheet, sir?
1: C plus, gotta play better. You do, but it's not like we got blown out either of those games. We lost twelve to ten in the Superdome for a team that's been wanting revenge on us since last year. Yeah, we didn't get in the end zone, but was I mean, it was it was a bad pass, I guess. It was a bad pass in the end zone. He had Amari in the back of the end zone, and he. I mean, it was an errant throw. We're fine, and then we lost to Green Bay. Like I said earlier, a couple of plays that were crucial plays early on, and then down the stretch, a call that was missed, and we weren't able to challenge it. But you know, shrug it off, go to the next game, still be all right. Still going to that Super Bowl too.
0: As sure as my a** is black, that won't happen.
1: See, and and it's negroes like you that are going to be the first ones that get called when we do go and when we win. You know, it's going it to be It's negroes like you.
0: You, you, you I'm gonna be the first one on the list.
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna make a uh, before the Super Bowl. I'm gonna make a favorites list of Negroes. I'm gonna call after, and if we lose, I'm, I'm taking my iPhone, and I'm going in my backyard and I'm throwing it as far as I can.
0: Dog, please do, cause you matter of fact, you you wouldn't come on the show. Would show be over? Show be over. So, so let, let's get this right. Make sure the fans understand this. I said that the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. There is no more game playing podcast with Alex and Kennedy. You're like, it's over. I'm mm-hmm. not coming back to this show. And you're saying if the Cowboys lose the Super Bowl, you, you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I'm going to grade the Cowboys with a C-. And I feel myself giving them some extra credit here for that comeback last Sunday. Mm-hmm. By and large, offensively, they've underwhelmed me the last two weeks. Right, my biggest issue, like I've said over and over and over again with this team throughout the years, is you got to play a full sixty minutes. On Sunday, they played a good about twenty-one, twenty-two tops, but twenty-one, twenty-two good minutes of football is not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to be able to overcome you playing thirty-seven to thirty-eight horrible minutes of unengaged, uninspired, looking like a chicken with its head cut off football. Aaron Jones ran all over you. Aaron Jones ain't really nobody in particular, right? But he looked like the second coming.
1: That's Well, if you ask pro football focus, they ranked him ahead of Zeke coming into the year.
0: I don't have anybody worry about no pro football focus. But that's the big thing. You got to play a full 60 minutes of football. Dak Prescott against good football teams has got to be able to throw the ball down the field successfully. No saying Zeke Elliott.
2: Throw the ball down the field successfully. He threw
0: the ball down the field successfully. And those were some empty calorie numbers, and you know it. We've talked about this already.
1: He threw threw the ball down the field successfully. (sighs) In the first quarter, he had Amari Cooper between the corners and between the safeties, and he threw it, and Amari dropped it, and it was picked. That was wide open. It would have put him in the red zone. You talking
0: about brother, 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 brother. Kenny, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath.
1: (sighs) And again, the third interception was illegal
0: contact. Can I put my hand up? Finger. Church finger. Put it up. Put Tr- it up. I was going to say church finger. Uh the one that uh homeboy with the dredge dropped and the other one that they uh called back on the penalty. So, in my opinion, look, if you count the one, if you even if you take away those other two interceptions, he still had he still should have thrown the night. But we need to move on. We're going to be talking about this all night. To the LSU Tigers, Kennedy Miller. They're 6-0. They've got an offense that's finally moving to the 21st century. They're throwing the ball all over the yard. Averaging 40 some odd points a game. How do you just let's just how do you grade them just throughout the first 6 weeks of the season?
1: A. I give them an A. Um, you know, they they have a win over a top 10 opponent in University of Texas. Um You know, I I didn't really see this coming out of LSU. You know, I thought it was just always going to be the same type of LSU. And maybe I was living under a rock. Maybe I maybe I should have seen it coming. But they have transformed their offense. They now look like they can run a 2019 style of college football that they've been struggling with the last couple of years. I mean, it, basically every time they play Bama, they either are just getting field goals or getting shut out. And this year when they play Alabama, it might Looks like a Big Twelve game. So, um, yeah, I mean, I like Joe Burrow, um, and I like the things that they're doing out there. I mean, this game against Florida is going to be pretty interesting as well. It would be more interesting if Florida's quarterback was playing, but he's out for the year.
0: I'm gonna get. Can we give something higher than an A plus? No. I mean, you know, extra credit, bonus points, because that's how good they've looked. Because you know what they're like? They're like the kid that like failed algebra the year before, right? And then the, they stayed up, stayed up late at night, redoing the problems the whole summer, the whole next year to come back and ace the test, right? That's what I feel like LSU has been. Because good lord, like it looks night and day, like night and day difference in what they look like. And I've always said this about LSU: if they can run an offense that's in the 21st century and not what I used to call the wing T. they can win a national championship because they've got the athletes, they've got the talent, they've got the coaching staff to do it. But for whatever reason, they run this offense that was basically just don't lose the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In which, in my opinion, cost them tons of games. Like, think about this. They had Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham at the same time and didn't win a national title. Yep. But now, when they're basically putting up 55, 45, 65, 66, 42. They can win win themselves a national championship playing like this. Now, my one issue this year might be the defense because the two good teams they've played, they gave up 38 to Texas. They gave up 38 to Vanderbilt. Now, I'm sorry. I can understand you giving them 38 to Texas, but Vanderbilt should not put almost 40 points up on you. Like, that should be a cause for concern. So if they figure that out and they were able to get that right, I think they really could beat Alabama and win that division.
1: Really? You have them beating Alabama. I You're
0: don't. Not. I said they can. Oh. I said they can beat Alabama. I don't think they like will. Okay. But you know, I think definitely that game on November 9th, that will decide that division. That'll decide the West. But we gotta leave it right there. That's enough for the report card segment. We have one final segment of the show. We have to pick these games. We got the college games, we got some pro games. We could even pick some pick some NBA preseason games if Kennedy's up for it.
1: You seen how my team looked in the preseason? I ain't watched a lick of preseason basketball. I'm not even gonna front with you. Sometimes it'll tell you some things that you should know. And what you should know is that man with that unibrow is going to be a problem. A problem. Shout out to AD. Gonna be bronze four. That gonna bring tears to your eyes too. Mm. You just don't know. You just don't know, Doctor Goodwin.
0: We will be right back with the game picks. This is the game playing podcast. Don't go too far. Day back,
2: day back. This is so all bad. Oh, nothing good can come from this. Sweet but sad. Whoa. I don't know how love ruins no, a relationship. It'll never last. But it feels so good. I guess I gotta do it. Yeah. This is so all bad. Yeah. this is so yeah, all, all bad. bad. Huh. Got me
0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome back To the game plan podcast Alex Goodwin is my name You can follow me on twitter At Alex Goodwin TSM get on twitter At Alex Goodwin TSM T as in Taka S as in Seagrams M as in Moonshine Follow the show on twitter Game plan TSM Kennedy
1: Miller Yes sir
0: Where can they find you on twitter
1: Find me on Twitter at underscore Kennedy Miller underscore. Again, underscore Kennedy as in the former president, John F., and the former wrestler, Mr. Kennedy, Kennedy Miller underscore.
0: All right. All right. It is time for our final segment of the show. It is time for us to pick these games. We're going to start off in the NFL. Houston at Kansas City. 12 o'clock kick. Kansas City is the favorite. Kennedy Miller, who you got?
1: I got Kansas City. Uh, I still don't think the Texans can protect Patrick Mahomes. However, Kansas City's defense is putrid, but you know what else is putrid? Those Texan DBs. And I think Pat Mahomes will have a field day against them. I think it's really going to be a high-scoring game. I think two young African-American quarterbacks are going to put on a show. I'm going to be excited to watch it, but I think the Chiefs
0: Do uh, Win this game I'm going to agree with you there Chiefs at home are a tough team to beat I feel like they had a bad game last week Mainly due to Patrick, Patrick Mahomes not being Fully healthy and rolling around on that ankle But I feel like After a week You know He should be fine, should be up to full strength like you know it's very rare see Andy Reid football teams look bad and look out of sorts two weeks in a row because that's one of the better coaches in NFL history of scheming his players open and getting his players in positions where they can be successful as you in said in the regular season That is correct.
1: They call him the Mike D'Antonio uh football. All about offense, doesn't care about defense. Look really good in the regular season but always flame out that's
0: an interesting way to put it You know most times I used to compare uh, Jason Garrett to Mike D'Antoni not, cause, not because Jason Garrett was some offensive You know genius or you know some savant but Because, because he's not no, but, but because Jason Garrett and Mike D'Antoni Neither of them make adjustments <laughs> But I think Andy Reid That's a good one I like that one But I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs Like you said high scoring I feel like I'm going to go 39-34 Chiefs Okay Next game I haven't been in the 40s Go uh,
1: ahead
0: Next game on our list, Detroit at Green Bay. I'm going to go Green Bay at home. Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, they've got something figured out there after a rough start, after, after a rough last couple years with Mike McCarthy. I think Aaron Rodgers has finally, you know, figured something out. He isn't all the way comfortable with Matt LaFleur's offense quite yet, but they're running the ball well with Aaron Jones. You know, and defensively with Preston and Darius Smith, Like they look like they actually have a defensive identity and defense actually matters after years of that defense wasting, you know, Aaron Rodgers' prime years only getting out of it with one Super Bowl. If they keep this up, they could be the favorites in the NFC.
1: Yeah, I think um, I'm kind of torn on this one, but since they're at home, I'm going to roll with Green Bay. But I think this is going to be a game where people uh, will either figure out if the Lions are pretenders or actual contenders, um, because they've gone kind of unnoticed these past couple of weeks. I know they almost beat the Chiefs, but the Lions are pretty good this year. And if they can go up there and beat Green Bay in Green Bay, that'll kind of be a statement that um, you know they're here, they're here for a fight this year.
0: Moving on to the San Francisco 49ers, one of the only two undefeated teams left in the NFL. Going up to L. A. to play the Rams, Kennedy Miller. Who do you have?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the hot team. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. You know this team. I said early on, they might have the best defensive line in football. They've got a lot of speed. Very innovative coach, um, just like the Rams do. Um, but I, I think that the 49ers. It's something. The Rams. It's something with the Rams that. It's just not clicking to me maybe I don't know if it's because they don't run the ball as much as they used to or Todd Gurley is not what he used to be but they're not the same team that gave me worries like the years before so I'm gonna roll with the San Francisco 49ers
0: I'm gonna agree have we ever agreed on three straight games in a row
1: like, I, I know, I was trying to find one to disagree with you on And I, I, I just couldn't I, I couldn't do it today Like this is
0: like this is already, I don't think we've ever agreed on three straight games in a row
1: But Like I was really trying to find a game to disagree with you on
0: We'll see if there is one, we'll see I, I know there's one game we're going to disagree on for sure But okay. I'm going with San Francisco here Jared Goff hasn't looked particularly Good this season Coming After getting, getting himself a bag mm-hmm. Todd Gurley has a trick knee and you know, I think maybe folks have caught up to Sean McVay, and by extension, if you catch up to Sean McVay, you have then caught up to Jared Goff because Jared Goff is basically like, you know, like the controller, right? And Sean McVay is controlling the controller. Yeah. Square. I don't
1: know how much there. I don't know how much Jared Goff is better than Dak Prescott. Just saying. Go
0: ahead. I must. I gonna start a Dak Prescott counter. Like I have LeBron counter on you. <laughs> That's what we are gonna do next episode. We're gonna have a Dak Prescott counter, but I'm gonna go with San Francisco. Okay. I still don't think I still don't think very highly of Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think as mm-hmm. you know, dicey as the Rams look so far, it's not gonna matter. And like you mentioned, the 49ers might have the best front four in football.
1: Right, and a young front four too.
0: Yeah, switching gears to college football, aka the dudes that don't get paid. We're going to start off with Florida at number five, LSU. Kennedy, who you got?
1: I got LSU. Uh, You know, Florida's starting quarterback, Felipe Franks, if he hadn't gotten hurt um, earlier in the season, I might have went with Florida in this, but I think LSU is is rolling right now. They're too good. And I, I think, you know, Kind
0: of a no-brainer right here for me, LSU. I'm going to go with LSU as well. Four in a row, we've agreed on. Uh, Joe Burrow's rolling, 22 touchdowns, three interceptions to his first six ball games this season. Mm-hmm. You know, Florida had to eke out a victory last week against Auburn. You know, the swamp at night. That's just the place where I can't. You, you got to be on your A game, and like you mentioned, without your starting quarterback. That's not your A game I think that uh, LSU defense will will rattle Jonathan Trask and you know The LSU defense has struggled mightily at times this year I don't think they get themselves Going as they get ready to head into this Match with Alabama in about a month or so So I'm going to go with LSU Uh, Over to the Red River rivalry Texas and Oklahoma Kitty Miller go ahead and tell me Why I should be have some kind of faith In the Texas Longhorns go ahead
1: Texas is going to win. I remember last year saying this, and I said, you know, I don't really have that many reasons why. But, you know, the past couple of years, I feel like Texas is just the more tougher team. I feel like, they, you know, they're, they're just going to punch them in the mouth a little bit more than they're accustomed to getting hit. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts says all the right things, all the the praise and stuff, is rat poison, and all this stuff from Alabama sounds good, but um, I think Texas is they're, – they're due for a win here. And I, I think it's – you know, Jalen Hurts has been playing extremely well. But, I mean, when you play a game against South Dakota, I mean, good God almighty, what do you expect? <laughs> like, like um, so I, I think Texas is going to – I think Texas is going to win. I can't give I, – like I said, I can't give you that many reasons why because Oklahoma has looked really good so far. But I just got this gut feeling that it's always going to be a close game and Texas is going to win.
0: (sighs) Kennedy, as a Texas fan who suffered throughout the like like the last 10 years, I'm going to disagree with you just because every time I get my hopes up with this football program and this team, they let me down. Every it's single okay time. It's
1: okay to do that, though. It's okay to get your hopes. Up. No,
0: it's not. Just to get them let down. Yes, no, it, it is not. No, it is not. I've been in a bad relationship with the Texas Longhorns for the past ten years. I've been getting beat. Only thing that hasn't happened to me, I, don't, I haven't been thrown out of my house on my anniversary like like Helen was in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That's it.
1: Alec, you are a UT fan, meaning you were able to experience a national championship. I was. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I've never experienced anything close to a Super Bowl. But you know what? I still have high expectations whenever I feel they're necessary.
0: I can't do it. Listen, I I just – each each time I think they're getting right there. Each time I think they're about to get reach the hump. They take two steps back. And when my expectations are low for them, somehow they rise to the occasion. Like last uh in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia, they found a way to go out there, and they whooped. Georgia. Shockingly whooped Georgia. But this time expectations are high. Folks think they can really beat Oklahoma and I'm not saying it would be an outrageous thing to think that they would but I don't trust Tom Herman right? I just don't. I don't trust him. I don't trust Todd Orlando. After that, a, 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 after we played LSU, third and seventeen, two minutes left, we get the ball back if we just force a punt. You call a casino blitz. I can't trust you after that. I can't trust him after that. And I'm gonna go Oklahoma. Just because, yes, this isn't even like, I'm not even being but so rational at this point. I'm being strictly, purely emotional. And these are the scars, the scars of the last 10 years getting hurt time and time and time again. That's what's speaking right now, Kennedy Miller. That's that's what's coming out of me.
1: Now, I will say this. To Todd Orlando's credit, maybe you should trust him in these games because he's not only, he and Tom Herman have not only gotten the best of, Lincoln Riley once, but twice, they beat him when they were at U of H together, and they beat him last year. That's true. So clearly, Todd Orlando does some things that ruffle Lincoln Riley's feathers on the offensive end. Let's so hope actually, you're right. that's my reason why. There, there's a good reason right there. Let's let, let see,
0: I'll say this. I hope you're right. I like. I hope you're right. But anytime I have to rely on hope. We in a bad spot, baby, because hope is irrational. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But we got to leave it right there, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of time. Kennedy Miller, thank you for joining me once again, taking time out of schedule to hang out with me.
1: Thank you for having me once again.
0: You know, Kennedy Miller has like 10 jobs at this point. You know, he's out there on the grind. You know, shout out to you, bro. Just, you know, just let me hold $5 or something because, you know, rent due pretty soon.
1: Listen, man, I'm broke. (laughs) I verbally had a. I verbally had five jobs. <laughs> Physically, I've had one. <laughs>
0: All right, man. Let them know where they can find you on Twitter, dog.
1: Find me on Twitter at underscore Kennedy Miller underscore. Again, it's underscore Kennedy, as in the former president John F. and the former wrestler Mister Kennedy. Kennedy Miller underscore.
0: All right. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Alex Goodwin TSM and it's on Twitter. Alex Goodwin TSM T as in Taco Charlton S as a Sam Ellinger M as in Marvin Sapp. I don't know where Marvin Sapp came from, but Mar- I can't say that dude's name either. He's a killer, but ha, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, too. Also, follow the, follow the game plan on Twitter, GameplanTSM. And also, do not forget Velvet Noir BC. Use the promo code GPTSM on your next purchase. Again, promo code GPTSM when you purchase your Velvet Noir beard care products. For Kennedy Miller, Alex Goodwin is my name. This has been the Game Plan Podcast. We will see you next time.